It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. I want to start the show with one key question for you. Gotta be honest. Have you ever had a crush on someone while you were in a relationship with somebody else? Have you ever had a crush on someone when you were in a relationship with someone else? So, I actually posted that question on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. Here are the results. 87% of you voted, yes, I've had crush on someone while I was in a relationship. And only 13% of you said, no, I've never had a crush on someone else while I was in a relationship. I must admit that I am part of the 13%, believe it or not. I don't remember having any crush on somebody else. Anyway, that's the results. You have a question for me about your relationship, 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me, call the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Trisha. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. How can I help you tonight? Hi, I heard um, that you're talking about having a crush on someone when you're in a relationship, and I'm kind of in that situation. Mm-hmm. So I have been um, dating someone for a while, a couple of years, who's like really sweet and generous mm-hmm. and really helpful in, in every way. Yeah. But then like I met someone else who I kind of want to see if I could get to know him, too, because he um, I just can't ignore like this kind of a feeling, you know. Mm-hmm. And so you want to know what to do? Well, I'm afraid that if I pursue the second thing that, and I lose the other guy who's really sweet and good, that like years later I'll run into him and like regret it. I you see. Know? Okay. Uh, let's be a little bit more specific so I can understand. About the first guy who's so sweet and generous, does he help you financially? Does he, what do you mean? By, is he supporting you in hard times and when, rainy days? Is that what you mean? Right. Like helps a little bit financially, but also just, you know, even like with just little things emotionally and whatever I need, like he's there, helps me with my family stuff. I see. But yeah. you're not really attracted to him physically. I am. But it's just that I just don't know if it's like the same as with this other guy. Okay. So about the other guy, you feel really the chemistry is high, right? Yeah. Honestly, much higher than the first guy. Just higher. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> Listen, I was not born yesterday. So basically, the first guy is a nice guy who's very helpful, like a good friend. And once in a while, maybe ooh-la-la. The other one, you have the hearts for him. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, here's the thing. You know, you have an intuition. So in your intuition, Trisha, right now, do you think the second guy has a potential for a great relationship? I guess it's that no, he wouldn't be. He's just, he's just what, very hot and very fun? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you had to give the same advice that's happening to you, to your little sister, what would you tell her to do? Yeah, I guess I would say just stick with the first guy, probably. Probably, because the second guy is like a, a, a fire. You're going to get burned. If you, right. right. If your intuition doesn't ring green, never go for it. Regardless of the look, the packaging, regardless of anything, you will end up burned. Yeah. So I know yeah. it's, a, it's a bit of a cold shower, my answer, but, you know, it's going to help you with the first guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. You're welcome, Trisha. Be good and have a good night. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. How do you resist temptations when you're in a relationship or married? We need to talk about that more. So stay with me, that's next.
How do you resist temptations when you're in a committed relationship, a partnership, or a marriage? Because there are really two kinds of temptation. The emotional kind and the physical kind. So let's talk about the emotional kind first. So basically, let's say you're at work, uh, you meet somebody at work, and you create a connection. I don't know if you've ever been in that situation. It could be with anybody, not just at work, right? A friend of a friend, somewhere, you know, you play sports, and suddenly you're communicating, you're chatting, you're texting, you're never doing anything inappropriate in the act, but you start to think emotionally about somebody else. That is a temptation that we can play for a long time because we always tell ourselves, it's okay, it's not physical, I'm not touching anybody, I'm not doing anything wrong. You're actually weakening your own relationship by investing all that energy and fantasy and fire emotionally on somebody else instead of your partner. And that's a dangerous move. The second side is how to resist the physical attraction for somebody else. And that's a temptation that I'm going to tell you more about next. So there is two temptations, right, when you're in a relationship. The, the emotional one I just mentioned and the physical one, the chemistry. Just like my last caller, Tricia, said, suddenly you're in a relationship, but let's be honest. You meet somebody that you want to do ooh-la-la with in your mind. That's the truth. And then you have to decide. Is it worth it or not? So here is my advice. Don't do it. It's going to explode your own relationship 99% of your time. If you really want to change partner and that's okay, then break up with your first partner. Things are clean. You can do whatever you want. But otherwise, you'll get burned or fall down on your butt. Guarantee. And that's going to hurt. So avoid the second temptation, the physical temptation, if you can. Any doubts, actually, call me on any temptations, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Leandra, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Leandra. Welcome to the rendezvous. You said you had a romantic story you want to share with me. I do. Mm -hmm. Um... My husband, he um, travels for work a lot during the week, and um, I started feeling like things were getting really hard with all the travel, and recently, right as he got back in town, he had to rush out of the door to fantasy football, and I was upset because, I mean, we barely had time to even say hello, but I, I tried not to show it. I was, I was, you know, trying to be cool. Mm -hmm. And just as I was having a pity party for myself, he texted me to go outside. And there was an Uber there waiting for me. And the driver said, come get in. And he drove me to the restaurant where we actually got engaged. And there waiting for me was my husband with flowers and champagne. And he said we just needed a night to celebrate us. And I, I was pretty blown away. I... I really thought that he was so busy with his new job that he hadn't even noticed that that our relationship kind of needed some attention. Uh -huh. And he said he was really headed to the fantasy football. And then he just it just dawned on him that he'd rather be with me that night. And he just kind of last minute put the whole thing together. And I never saw it coming. So I don't know. I just, it, I it blew it. me away. No, I didn't see that coming either. I was listening to you. I didn't. 
<laughs> just wow this is how did that make i mean that must have made you feel like so much so much better i know it did it, it kind of changed everything we uh I don't know. Uh, things have been really good since. <laughs> good. Listen, that's a good lesson for all of us also to, to focus on our relationship more uh, and, and to pay attention to how you know, time is spent together. So congratulations to both of you and thank you so much. Thank you. You know, there is a lesson in this beautiful story. We have to realize when we don't pay enough attention to our partner. So let's talk about that next. How do you know that you're paying enough attention to your partner right now, tonight. If you're in a relationship right now, or married, do you think you're paying enough attention to your partner? Right? Good question. Because if you don't, the consequences are dire. And here are the signs. If you feel you're not communicating enough, if you feel you're not, you know, intimate enough, if you feel you're not talking together enough, you feel you're not doing things together enough, and you're pretending it's enough, we have a problem. And there's another thing that you have to keep in mind about paying attention, and I'm going to tell you what it is next. Stay with me. So do you think right now you're paying enough attention to your partner? So I talked about the fact that, you know, the signs like we don't talk enough, we don't do things together enough, And then there's the major red flags, the chemistry. Do you think you kiss together still? You hold hands? Do you think you, you, you spend physical attention on each other? Including the ooh la of course. And that is, we find always excuses for that. We're too busy, the kids, this, that work. But if we don't pay attention to our partner intellectually, emotionally, and physically, Houston, we have a problem. And that is very important. So let's keep that in mind. And if you have any questions about this or something else, you just call me. 855-905-8255. Any question about your relationship? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Tiffany. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What is going on? How can I help you tonight? I have a question about my future with my fiancé. Mm-hmm. He is a brilliant man. He is a composer of classical music, mm-hmm. and he's generally a wonderful, thoughtful person. But when he is in composer mode, let's say, he becomes mean, snappish, almost abusive and insulting to me. Oh, wow. You wonder what to do? You wonder, should you stay? Is that what you're wondering? I want to stay, but it, it feels like I'm treating myself badly if I let this go on. Absolutely. Have you talked about it with him before? I have, and he apologizes later and promises to try harder. But, but then he just does it again. Okay. If the same story was happening to your daughter, what would you tell her to do? Well, I mean, I would probably say you must make him have some counseling or you have to leave but it's I agree I, but which one of the two ask him <laughs> to change or you have to change and leave him yeah I just keep hoping he will stop what he does but he never does not yet mm-hmm. I think you have to ask mm-hmm. this tough question Tiffany why would I want to stay or why am I attracted by a man who abuses me 
Well, I mean, I always justify it by saying it's not physical. Well, emotionally, to be abused is, is as painful. I mean, it's just not marks on your body, but it marks your soul, your self-esteem, mm -hmm. your heart, mm -hmm. and, your, and your identity. And I don't want that for you, Tiffany. Yeah. So in my book, there's no reason for you to stay except, you know, masochism and, and other things like this, like attraction to pain. But I feel like you called me for good reason to evolve. I, if you can't do it alone, go see a therapist to get the strength to leave him so that uh, you have somebody else to help you go through that process if you can't do it alone. But I think the sooner you leave, the sooner the persecution will stop and you can mm -hmm. heal and take time to be by yourself. And next time you date a man, at the first sign of abuse, don't stay. Yes, okay. I, I will try to find the strength to at least see a therapist and make some changes. Good. That's a good first step. Yes, thank you. Otherwise, call me anytime. You know where to find me, okay? Okay. Thank you so much. Merci beaucoup. Coming up, I got this email I need to get to. Somebody's, I think, confused about what they should do or not in a relationship. And that I'm going to help clarify, hopefully, the situation next. If you have a question for me, but you can't dial in, always email me your question at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, what is going on with Samantha? Samantha says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Samantha. I broke up with my boyfriend of two years for a girl I knew for a while, and she ended up breaking up with me randomly after a few months. A week later, she has a new girlfriend. It's been four months since we broke up, but she still texts me, and when she's in town, she tries to hang out. Should I, or how could I, tell her new girlfriend that she's still trying to get with me? Oh, that's a good question. Should you tell the new girlfriend that she's still trying to get with you? I am going to answer that question next. Stay with me. Do you think it's your business if you have broke up with somebody to tell on them? Uh, so just like Samantha just said, you know, that the girl she was seeing, you know, still talking to her at the same time she's dating somebody else. Should you tell or not? Or mind your own business? That's really the question. I say mind your own business. Do good for you. But I don't see any reason to reach out to somebody you don't know to tell, oh, you know, the girl you want to date, you're dating. She's also dating me or she's communicating with me. Samantha, don't spend any energy wondering about all that. My advice for you, move on and find somebody who wants to be with you as much as you want to be with them. That's my advice, Samantha. Good luck to you and thanks for the email. You call the next 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Kerry. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Kerry. Welcome to The Rendezvous. What's going on? Thank you. Um, well, I've been dating this guy for a while, and uh, he, before we got together, he was a smoker, and I absolutely hate smoking. Um, but as, we, as things got more serious, uh, he, he agreed to quit smoking for me. Um, and he was smoke-free for about six months, I'd say, but lately I've been smelling it on him, mm -hmm. and I found a, a pack of cigarettes under the car seat. So I know he's smoking, but he's lying to me about it, and I don't really know what to do. Okay, Carrie. So um, do you think it's against you? It feels a little bit like that because he's lying. Okay. Do you have yourself any addiction? 
Um, I don't know. Not me personally. I, a family member that was an addict. Okay. What was his addiction, this family member? To drinking, alcohol. Dr- alcohol. Okay. So you know, uh, I have friends of mine that also addicts, and, and I've learned from them and the AA program that um, you can't tell an addict what to do. They're going to want to do right. it. It's not against you. It's just the disease. They have right. to, you know, figure out a way for them to uh, be sober or not smoke a day at a time. So the lying comes with the addiction. There's no bigger uh, liars than addicts. They will tell you themselves because right. they're embarrassed. So really, I think the decision for you is not so much what to tell him because he probably does the best he can. Is either you're right. going to accept to, you know, date a nicotine addict and you know, he's, he's, he's bringing so much li- joy of life to your life that it's worth it. Or you're going to decide, listen, I just can't deal with that cigarette smell, which I can understand. And I'm not going to date this guy anymore. Because telling him what to do doesn't work. Telling him, you know, how oh, you're lying, it doesn't work. It doesn't help his right. recovery. So so right. let's, let's go to your intuition to finish this uh, question. In your intuition, do you think you have your future with this man or not? I think... I think probably not. Okay, there is the answer. Always follow your intuition, Kerry, always. So it's time to break up with this man, and he can find somebody who likes him for him, and you can find somebody who loves you for you. Right. Okay. Okay, thank you, Simon. Well, sorry for the bad news, or maybe it's good news, I don't know. Well, I want him to be with someone who will, you know, accept every part of him. So that's very kind of you. Thank you, and same for you. Thank you so much for calling, and have a good night. You too. Stay with me. More Rendezvous is next. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous. I really mean it. And even in French, merci beaucoup. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to me every night. You know, we prepare. We're excited, me and my team. And then it's showtime. And, you know, I just I get excited to talk to you every night. There's another way to also talk to me. And if you need a bit more time, if you have a story to share, if you uh, want to share something that has happened to you, Reach out to me at therendezvousshow.com or even leave a message at 855-905-8255 and said you want to be on my podcast, La Confession, where the truth always comes out. Because we learn from each other's mistakes, and if we don't hear all of us our mistakes, then how can we evolve? So be part of La Confession experience and reach out to me if you feel like it. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening, et bonne nuit. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.